Hello and welcome to the Musty Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Jesus Nolan, and I'm joined by my friend and yours, Michelle. <laughs> today she's using her real name, which is awesome. Thank you for joining us today, even though it's musting here, because we've been working too hard. If this is your first time listening to us, we are the Musty Collective and we motivate ourselves to become better storytellers. We have yet another special guest on the show. We're getting lots of guests, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Lots of interviews, and we're very happy to be with the writer, actor, and director who has performed on stage and on the screen. Please welcome to the show, Scotty Ray. <sighs> <laughs> I, I didn't know if you guys were going to cheer for me or if I cheer, yeah, cheer, <laughs> cheer for myself. Yeah. <laughs> or you just put in a track later, right? You yeah, just... well, Michelle's editing it so she can, yeah, Perfect. you can do all this. Oh, mercy. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're in the live audience right now. <laughs> the, li- the live show yeah. where people are throwing tomatoes at my face. Mercy. Oh, no. I like tomatoes, so we're all good. Yeah. It's all good. Maybe those like Easter, like poofy, puffy, like pigeon things are made peeps? out of cream. The peeps. <laughs> Maybe some peeps are being thrown. And then it's okay because they bounce and they melt and they're yeah. marshmallowy. It's all good. That would be good. That'd yeah. be a lot less painful. But thank you so much for being on the show, Scotty. My pleasure. I was super excited <laughs> when you reached out and asked me. I was like, a podcast series? Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Because I just recently got into podcasts. Like it was a thing for oh. a while that I just never, never listened to. And then suddenly yeah. I was like, podcasts are cool. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah. There's, There's really some good, good stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Let's start the show. Yes. You have been working hard. You have been creative for a very long time. Um, so you've earned this title way before we're about to give it to you, but you are officially a musty creative. Welcome. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Now, what, what does that mean? Yeah. I'm honored, I mean. Yeah. Um. So um, pretty much it is that you've shown your creativity through your work and that you work hard so you don't give up despite the obstacles and you keep going and you get musty sometimes. Cause oh. of... Man, I'm already crying now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> this is a great way to start the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's, okay, just play the Frozen music now. There you, show yourself. Yes. My three-year-old daughter will just belt that out. Really? Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to cry yeah. and laugh every time. No, yeah. it, it, it was weird. I woke up Sunday morning like everyone does. And I was like, I need to write a story. And so I'm writing a story about a little girl and her father. And then I was like, let me just listen to Frozen 2. And I put on Spotify. Oh. And I've listened to Into the Unknown. Yeah. But I just was grabbing on to show yourself because of the identity crisis oh, that yeah. I felt like Elsa was having. Yeah. And then she finally learned to fully accept herself. Mm. Knew her, that her parents had accepted her. And that her mom, like, kind of Mufasa style is like, <laughs> you know, like, home, come home, we're bound. And she's yeah. like, I'm found. I was like, wow, like, amazing. I honestly started start tearing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, yes, like, you are accepted. You're loved. Like, it's, it's okay. Like, And then I woke yeah. up and he had, like, snot and tears. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, 
I, I just really felt it. And yeah. it I, we hadn't watched it. I watched it. We watched it twice in the theater. Yeah. I haven't watched it since then. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. There's something about that music it and that, that scene yeah. that really got me. Man, yeah. Yeah. So you act. I do. Yeah. And when did that start and how did you know you wanted to be an actor? Oh, so I actually didn't really start acting until college. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I mean, the only thing I had really done before that was maybe maybe a skit or two in like really? high school for like a week of prayer, you know? Oh, wow. Something where it was like, here, memorize this, you know, one minute scene with these other people yeah. and go up there and you kind of do it. Um, but I was really like... I mean, I've always loved stories, Yeah. always loved movies, always loved stuff like that. Um, in high school, I fell in love with um, with improv, mm. um, mainly the show Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, okay. And um, nice. man, I like I had, I guess it dates me a little bit, but I had a VHS <laughs> yeah. just like full of recorded episodes of yeah. Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, yeah. And I would invite friends over and we just put in the, the, the tape mm-hmm. and we just watch the whole thing we straight just, through. Just laugh mm-hmm. and have a good just, time. Yeah, loved it. And, and um, when I was in high school... Um, I, I grew up in Walla Walla, Washington, and so mm-hmm. yeah. um, I went to the high school there right by Walla Walla University, mm-hmm. and they had a team, an improv team there, and oh. I would go watch their shows on the weekend, and I was just blown away. Loved nice. it. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so then um, towards the end of high school, a group of them kind of got involved. They came over to the high school, and they, they got a couple of us, yeah. students that were interested, mm-hmm. to just, like, they started teaching us improv. So, like, nice. once a week, they take mm-hmm. some time out and just meet with us yeah. and teach us improv. And so I was doing that, and then um, senior year, they asked me if I was going to be going to college there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think so. And they, they were like, we really, really encourage you to audition for the improv mm-hmm. team. Wow. Which was, like... Yeah. Super encouraging mm-hmm. to me Definitely, because yeah. I I I don't I want to say I wouldn't have without them saying that, but um, I might not have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but they were going to be in charge of the team. Yeah. Right. So the people selecting who's going to be on the team, <laughs> telling you you should yeah. come and audition, mm-hmm. and exactly. we really think you'll be a good fit, yeah. is really encouraging. And so when I when I got to Walla Walla, I auditioned. Like mm-hmm. I was undecided major, but I knew I was like, I'm gonna go yeah. do this extracurricular activity. <laughs> right. What are you gonna do in college? I'm gonna do this improv yeah. thing over here. Wait, that's what I was gonna ask. If you hadn't done the improv, what mm-hmm. would you have done? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. At the time when I was going into college, I was thinking about physical therapy because oh, I had wow. had an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, and I went to a physical therapist mm-hmm. that like helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anything else medical? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 like I hate shots. Right. Mm-hmm. Can't stand them. Right. Um. But I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Like I liked sports mm-hmm. and stuff, and like physical yeah. therapy kind of. Did you play sports? Um, kind of. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played. Um, so I got hurt playing flag football. Oh wow. Um. And and that was when I had a really like bad in- injury. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't. It was in my SI joint. It was like this deep, like mm. pinched a nerve or something. Oh, snap. Yeah. Some football players get that, and they say yeah. it's like the worst pain they've ever, ever mm-hmm. felt. Um, but you know they weren't. They're not women, so they didn't get birth. So <laughs> probably nothing. That's right. Nothing yeah, compared right. to that. But right. um, I'm just kidding. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's not. About <laughs> <laughs> well, now now there's NFL players ditching the podcast. Right yeah. Now, <laughs> But it, it was bad, so like, because I couldn't walk for like two. I think it was two weeks, two and a half weeks. Wow! Because all your weight goes through that joint, so yeah. 
every step and you feel that. And I broke my collarbone too. Ooh. But it was like playing re- flag football. Yeah, play- <laughs> flag football I think is more dangerous than um, tackle football. Or that, because he, that just makes me feel better because I got hurt because I was a little twig. Yeah. <laughs> and my doctor was like, um, you should exercise, you know, maybe with some weight sometime. <laughs> okay. Young man. Yeah. yeah. But the the physical therapist, like, doing exercises with me, right. I think it was just like, it, it wasn't like, oh, I found my passion. But it was yeah. just like, you know, that's something that's kind of cool, helping people. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that might have been a possibility. Right. Um but you were presented this great opportunity to improv with a group that you yeah. expected. They yeah. taught you about the whole process. Mm-hmm. Because other than that, it was like, well, maybe physical therapy or maybe uh, theology. Because I was re- like, mm. I was trying to process like, how am I going to decide what I'm going to study? Yeah. Well, I'll take the theology and religion classes because those were the most interesting to me. Okay. So mm-hmm. I started that yeah. even though I was undecided. Right. Just so I wouldn't get behind later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but. So maybe that, mm. but I don't know. Because yeah. I got to my second year, I took a quarter of Greek, and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but more so because, like, I didn't want to be a pastor. I didn't right. want to be, like, a Bible teacher or chaplain or something. And right. so I was like, mm-hmm. well, what am I – if I don't feel called to do this, mm-hmm. like, it's interesting, and I yeah. like learning about it. Right. But if I don't feel called to do this, mm-hmm. I should probably find something with more options. Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. So I chose communications. Oh, wow. Which was like, oh, you can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You went from this, you right. know, something, the smallest thing, the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, so it might have been maybe something else. I mean, I guess it probably would have landed in media somewhere, mm-hmm. but um, which I still do. Yeah. I still definitely. do that stuff too. But like improv, I think, really introduced me to acting because that's the first that I started doing. And because, because I said to the counselor, like, right when I got to college, like, okay, I want to do improv i really like that and she's like okay um why don't we put you in this intro to acting class oh um, there like you go. it's an easy class it, yeah. f- it fulfills like a general studies requirement right you know you'll you'll like that i'm like okay cool and nice. i got in that class first quarter of college and then it was actually marilyn loveless who teaches she's a really? drama head of the drama program here at okay. mm-hmm. university yeah um so the and, same marilyn we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. oh wow yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so um so I mean, and she's been a huge influence on my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Big. Because she's teaching the first acting class I ever took. And, like, first week she's like, well, if you audition for this play that we're mm-hmm. doing, yeah. you'll get extra credit. I'm like, well, I want good grades. You know, I don't yeah. know about auditioning or being in the show mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And um, so I went. She's like, you don't even have to get a part. You know, you just audition. It's it's a good process yeah. to learn since right. you're taking an acting class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did that. And then she offered me a part. Wow. And I was like, oh. And I could get credit for it. Yeah. I was like, oh. Double win. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so I got in a show like the first quarter. I was lucky enough to get cast in something and loved it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. And through that class, which is still one of the best classes I've ever taken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, through the intro to acting class, through doing improv, and through doing that show, um, it just kind of it didn't it wasn't like oh yes this is what i'm going to do yeah. yeah but it it was like one of the first things maybe besides baseball yeah <laughs> <laughs> that i felt like so passionate about yeah. and like that's awesome that i just wanted to do more as much as i could yeah um but yeah I that's guess. one of the best feelings in the world to figure out i want to do this right, and yeah. i enjoy it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i know for it, it depends on the you might find a few different things like that in your life you mm-hmm. know and and sometimes you 
you want to pursue that professionally. And yeah. sometimes it's like, you know what? I want to do this as a hobby. Exactly. But regardless, it's still a wonderful thing to yeah. find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to be like, yes, I love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like just recently, <laughs> it's my, my nerdier side, but like just in the last few years, like I've really gotten into board games. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I'm just like, and I think part of it is getting like, so intimidated with new video games now. Yeah. Like, I love video games, but now yeah. I'm just like, even when I was in college and Halo came out. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I was like spinning in circles in the corner, like yeah. shooting my gun in the air, throwing a grenade on myself. A, st- like, a sticky grenade? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And it like, and other guys would just come in, pop, 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 you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. done. And it was like, well, this isn't really fun for me. Like, I enjoyed watching other people play that yeah. were good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, but it, it's crazy because with games, they're like, they're not 20-hour campaigns anymore. They're 40, 60, 80-hour yeah. campaigns. It's a huge investment. I don't have time, time to yeah. finish a whole campaign. I'm sorry. So yeah. I just put in Madden and yeah. throw <laughs> a football around. Yeah, for a second. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Kind of stick to those um, types of things. But I think with, with board games, it's kind of... It's kind of like, okay, well, you don't have to stay up to date on all that stuff. Yeah. You can kind of learn the rules and kind of take your time a little bit more. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. It's more communal. Yeah, it's communal. I think yeah. that's a big part of it is like Definitely. Um, working either – like mm-hmm. I, my favorite is like cooperative games. Okay. So like working yeah. together to accomplish yeah. something. And I think that comes – a lot of that comes from improv. Yeah. Because that's like teamwork and exactly. acceptance and working together. Yeah. So I think that's where that connection is. But just, you know, another thing that you find in life where you're like, oh, I'm really excited yeah. about this. It's yeah. so cool. But now spending too much a... money on it. <laughs> yeah. And now you become a professional board game player. Yep, that's right. If you're making your announcement um, today, that's what this podcast yep. is about. Because eSports mm-hmm. has really taken off. Yes. Um, this is B B sports. B-sports. Board <laughs> game sports. Hasn't really, really um, – seen quite the audience that esports has yeah. attracted but, but you yeah. haven't made the contract with ESPN yeah. yet so once I think that Monopoly's happens. really killed us yes yeah mm. Monopoly <laughs> yes right yeah <laughs> darn that park place actually like Monopoly as a reality TV show would at like awesome. family gatherings yes mm-hmm. yes probably be really really juicy yeah cause uh, I think the last time we did a board, uh, Monopoly game was with my mm-hmm. dad he's like gonna be 90 this month oh my goodness yeah <laughs> but he, we did a 5 hour game wow. He destroyed us. Well, he's a real estate agent. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> but, like, but he was, he wasn't just like, like. All day. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, I got you now. Give me your money. Give me your money. <laughs> if I could have filmed those five hours. just uh, oh, and, But man. you're right. Like, mm-hmm. maybe like over the sequence, over uh-huh. like uh, some webisodes mm-hmm. and then see who wins. Yeah. That would be cool. Ooh, this guy's good. That's why he's on the podcast. Well, you know, I'm going to take credit for that. And then there's actually tons of YouTube videos out there and, like, groups that already do, like, games and stuff. True, true. So... But this yeah, would be the I'll, Netflix I'll take version. The credit for it. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah I, I, a, Netflix, a Netflix version. There you go. Like a legit, like reality TV, not YouTube. Yes. But like a yes. high end production. Right. I don't mm. think anybody's done that. That's right. Mm-hmm. There you go. some more questions. <laughs> oh, I thought we were done. I, I, I'll come back in then. Okay. Right, right. Stay, stay. <laughs> okay, so you said you are you were really into improv, and then you eventually attended classes at the Groundlings, right? 
Yes. So what was that like? So that was Can you explain what the Groundlings is for people who don't yeah. know what the Groundlings yeah. is? Yeah, great question. Um, so Groundlings, uh, Groundlings School and Theater, um, or Theater and School, maybe that's the way it goes, um, mm-hmm. is one of the, the like, top improv training schools mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. Um, it's in Hollywood, and, um, I mean, it's consistently in the industry. Um, it's it's referenced as one of the places people want to see that you have improv training for oh, uh, really? from right. um, like you you'll see consistently like um, groundlings UCB mm-hmm. upright citizens brigade yeah mm-hmm. um, and like second city yeah. right um, in a lot of these places um, like second city especially like the history of second city mm-hmm. and fueling mm-hmm. people like the the improv training there and then people going on to like Saturday night live and things yeah. like that but yeah. but even now like groundlings and UCB uh, tons of alumni that went on to SNL or other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig, right. Melissa McCarthy, um, Maya Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Lisa so, Kudrow, but she wasn't on SNL. Yeah, but but yeah, there's yeah. there's others too. Um, yeah. Conan O'Brien, I think, did classes there and oh, stuff. Oh really? But yeah, you can just of course you can go to their website and they'll yeah. have yeah. all yeah. the notable yeah. alumni. Yeah, like, Scotty sure. Ray. Yeah, I'm right there with Will Ferrell. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Never. No. <laughs> did, you, did you like do classes with any of those people? So, no, 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 uh-huh. not at all. Um, I think a lot of those people are probably too busy in the industry to like come back and either teach or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they do have like a lot of alumni um, that stick around and teach. But occasionally they'll they'll come back and do like a guest appearance on a show mm-hmm. or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, and we'll usually take because I, I work at uh, sorry La Sierra University yeah. with the improv team, um, kind of like training them and guiding them, mentoring them mm-hmm. and things like that, which is a lot of fun. And we'll usually take them as a, the drama department mm-hmm. um, a few times a year to see a show nice. at mm-hmm. Groundlings. And yeah. it's just it's amazing every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I've been to um, – there's one time in San Francisco, and it's probably a student show, which probably, you know – uh, wasn't as good, but <laughs> but like <laughs> they were like, well, students. Well, it, I, I feel bad saying that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because uh, okay, Michelle's here. Yeah. She took improv from yes. me <laughs> at La Sierra. That was a student show. Yeah. That's not the same thing. Yeah. So I want you mm-hmm. to understand mm-hmm. clearly when you guys did your show at the end of our class, yeah. I yeah. wasn't like, well, this is a student show. <laughs> you know, like, it, no, it, like, it was, mm-hmm. like, every year that I've taught that here, like, I've been really impressed mm-hmm. with the student shows. Oh, yeah. This is more of, like, a community, like, theater-type thing yeah. where people come from all kinds of places and they mm-hmm. want to learn some improv. And so yeah, um, it's a little bit different. And, and sometimes they can have decent shows, but I just remember going to one, and I'm sure they have phenomenal improv mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Right. It's not a good representation, but I went to a really horrible show. Oh, and that yeah. was just, like, so depressing to see <laughs> improv that bad. I, I want to see your, rea- your facial reactions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, to, like... To go to Groundlings and mm-hmm. like it's, if it's like their main players, yeah, man, yeah, it's like it's so good mm-hmm. well, every I'm, time. I have to thank you because with her uh, taking a class with, from you, she had to do an assignment to yeah. go to Groundlings. Oh yeah, she took me yeah. along. I never gone. I had never heard of it before, mm-hmm. and so it was amazing. Yeah, we saw the oh, cooking yeah. with gas. Oh, show. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I always, I always get it mixed up in my head. I think that is the short form improv. Yeah. Am yeah. I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they have the crazy Uncle Joe show, which is they do long mm-hmm. form improv. Oh, but, see, I, I want to see. I want more oh, of that. I was, yeah, you got to go. I was laughing and I was dying. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And yeah. then she she had me uh, listen to the audiobooks of, uh, I guess, two um, UCB alumni. 
Oh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, their yeah. books. So oh. they talk a lot about... Um, Bossy Pants for... Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So I, I heard... And that, what's great about that mm-hmm. is obviously she reads it, but mm-hmm. um, I listened to that. I haven't I haven't listened to Amy Poehler's, so, though, mm-hmm. but yeah. I bet it's amazing. Yeah, she talks oh, yeah. a lot about um, UCB and stuff like that, so yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, because I was like, where do these people in SNL come from? <laughs> like, right. is there, like, some school, like, pumping them out? Where or? do they grow them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I am wondering, though, how did how do places like UCB Groundlings become such top-notch programs? Is it is there a certain style that they, that they do, some voodoo that they're like, <laughs> you will become... Great, yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's a good question. I, I should know that. Um, I don't. I, I I would imagine that yeah. it's in, in the history of it. Like mm-hmm. it was started by certain people, and I don't know if that came from Second City or, um, you know, how far back it goes to like <laughs> the fathers and grandfathers and yeah. mothers and grandmothers <laughs> of improv. <laughs> but like, yeah. but that there were key people involved to start those institutions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had such a great reputation from that point because of the people mm-hmm. involved yeah. and has carried through for so many years. Oh, wow. Um, just, I mean, just looking at the notable alumni from mm-hmm. those programs, yeah. like it, it's amazing. And so, I mean, it, that's kind of, I think how it holds up. And then okay. after, yeah, seeing a show there mm-hmm. or going to a class or getting some training there, it speaks for itself. Wow. Um, and so that's why it has the reputation it has in the industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so is it hard to get into, what was that process like for you to get in there? Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure how it is at some of the others. I know at Groundlings, what's nice is they have a few different, uh, different opportunities. You can, Mm -hmm. if you want to take their core track, you can come and audition. Mm -hmm. And then if you pass their audition, they'll put you in like, intro to improv or the okay. introduction class, mm-hmm. the beginner class or whatever. Wow. Um, if you don't pass that, though, you can still take, I think they call it like improv A and improv B. Okay. So there's two different levels, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can still take those. So you can yeah. be anybody. Mm-hmm. You nice. know, you don't have to be good at it at all. You can be a businessman that's <laughs> yeah. just like, I just want to take it, you mm-hmm. know, and I, this is a great place to take it. So mm-hmm. you can still take it. Yeah. And I don't know how that differs from it's probably not as you know, I, I guess intense, or maybe they don't, it teaches much maybe yeah. in those. It's mm-hmm. maybe toned down a little bit more, but, um, but yeah, the nice thing is you can still take something. Mm-hmm. Is it like remedial math here at La Sierra? Like <laughs> math of 06, <laughs> like this is a joke, now laugh. Now laugh. <laughs> no. Maybe, I, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so based on your your reaction there, you, you got in without going Yeah, to, so yeah. luckily, um, so I, I passed that audition, so I got into their core track. Nice. Now, I didn't take all their classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's I'm, – I'm not sure how much it is now. I think when I was taking them, it was like $500 oh. or something like that, which yeah. for the amount of time you get and the reputable mm-hmm. program mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. But at the same time, to me, 500 is a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, they start stacking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. – and, and how their structure is there um, – it's a little it's a little bit more like a funnel at Groundlings. So they can mm. they can you can have sixteen people in your, you know, beginner class. Yeah. And at the end of the, you know, eight to ten to twelve weeks or however mm-hmm. long it is, they can decide to just pass one or two people. Oh wow. Mm. But it's not an indication of like, oh, you failed this class. It's mm. just no, you're not ready for that next level. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And so they're very selective about how you progress through that system. Right. And and 
I mean, I don't know what the statistics are, but for the people that get on their main company and go all the way through their program, yeah. I'm sure a very high percentage of them have taken classes multiple times. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've had some of the teachers there tell me that. Um, That's so, rigid. So, yeah, rigid. For, for me, it's like I, I got into that beginner one, and I passed that, luckily. Yeah. And then I got into the intermediate, and they had just restructured it because it used to be like two improv classes, two writing classes, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, you do and writing that, as well? And that was it. Yeah, so like sketch writing and oh, stuff. Damn. So, um, I, so they had just changed it, so then there was three – improv classes yeah while i was there and so and i don't know if this is still the case but at the time the third i think it was the third one yeah the third one you only get like one shot at it yeah type of a thing and so i got to intermediate yeah and i you meet with the teacher after you complete it and everything and he kind of told me he was like you're not going to really like what I'm going to tell you. Oh, I was like, well, no. okay, yeah. I'll just leave now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And I was crying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Show yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Into the unknown. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's just sing the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, in, great teacher. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. teachers, by the way. Um, nothing but good things to say about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had said, like, you're good enough to pass this class, oh. but I'm not going to pass you to the next class because you only get one shot at it. And if you get with a bad teacher or something, that that mm. could be it. So, like, wow. my goal is to see you all the way through, yeah. and that might not be your best bet at doing it. Okay. Mm. So I think you should take this one again, and then and then you'll have a better shot, basically, a mm. higher percentage chance, right. which he's not wrong. Yeah. I was just like, Mm, I don't want no, to pay 500 bucks no, to take the same thing again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I took two classes there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Right. I highly recommend it. Right. Um, but I, from what I've heard from some of my friends who have taken classes at other places like UCB or something like that, it's more mm-hmm. of a um, assembly line where it's like you take this class and then you can go take that class and then you take the next class. Right. So you can get more of that full experiences without like maybe yeah. paying yeah. more of the same mm-hmm. You know, wow. and it doesn't mean, you know, you could take the same class and it's mm. highly beneficial. True. Mm-hmm. I just wanted something new. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I don't yeah. want to pay for something I just did. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give us $500 worth of knowledge about how to <laughs> perform improv? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> so you don't have to go pay for... Um, no, there's nothing I can tell you to take to um, fill that... Uh, unless you take my class, uh, yeah. which you did, so you have yes. it. You're welcome. Yeah, but you, you probably paid more. Or... You yeah. probably paid more at a university. Oh, that's so maybe. true, though. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the time we have. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. So basics, basics of improv, mm-hmm. and something I love about it and was mm-hmm. attracted to. Um, is like the golden rule is acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. just accepting. Um, cause that, that you can't do improv if you don't accept Yeah, true. Like nothing happens. You don't go anywhere. You just say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other person's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but on top of that, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just like a awkward conversation with somebody where right. it's like, oh, let's do this. No. <laughs> oh, okay. It, on top of it, you both know that you're performing in front of people, which okay. is already kind of scary enough, yeah. right. and that you're trying to make up things on the spot. Yeah. And so when you do say something, you're making an offer, and the, if the other people, you know, the other person doesn't mm-hmm. accept it, mm-hmm. then 
they're saying no to you in mm-hmm. yeah. in more than one way, and it's like a slap in the face. Oh, like yeah. after you start that practice and that habit of acceptance in improv, if somebody says no, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> right. It's like worse um, than dropping the f bomb in the wrong company or oh, something. Yeah. It's like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah. <laughs> but acceptance is definitely like that's the main. Yeah principle that's the foundation and i when i teach that i usually focus on that in two different ways yeah one being um obviously teamwork working together and accepting Mm -hmm. each other's Mm -hmm. ideas Mm -hmm. as gold Mm -hmm. as solid because while it certainly is funny if you get on stage and you're like okay we're gonna do scene okay we're starting an improv scene okay yay clap us in (laughs) and so you start the scene and you're like grandma can you come over here and then somebody else is like no that's not Sure, grandma, that's my dog, you know, or something like that. Uh, Then it's like everybody will laugh. That is funny. But at the same time, it's like you said no to the person. You rejected their idea. You rejected their idea. And the scene's not moving forward. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What was it doing now? As opposed to be like, yes, your grandma makes the best like butterscotch cookies. I'm drooling already. (laughs) Um, You know, it's like suddenly we're we're adding information. Right. And we don't know completely where it's going, but suddenly Mm -hmm. we're starting to paint this picture. Right. um, As opposed to no, that's Mm -hmm. a dog. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I guess that's not the worst no because you're still adding information, but you're yeah. taking away the block. Yeah. Like if you're building a house, I sometimes we'll use mm-hmm. that as a metaphor. Like you're building this structure together. Oh, that's good. So that's good. if you're each like stepping forward, offering a brick, so that person is saying no to your brick, throwing it off and putting yeah. theirs in its place. Mm-hmm. Right. Where it's like we didn't actually get anywhere. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. just kind of staying in the same place. Yeah. Um, what's even worse is if somebody just says no flat out. Yeah, and it's like okay. Even, like, on a performance, like, on a stage, people have done that? It happens. It oh, happens. Wow. And, and it's actually, that's one of the hardest things to learn yeah. when starting improv is just saying yes. Because mm-hmm. you, you, you get up and you, it's a tendency for a lot of people to to plan, right? So you want to plan everything mm-hmm. out and you've got this idea. And you're not even trying to be mean or bad yeah. or anything. It's yeah. just, like, you impulsively say no because that's scary. Because right. you weren't planning on going that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you you just impulsively say no without even thinking about it right. because I want to go this direction. Mm-hmm. This right. is the plan I had in my head that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on top of that, there's just like drama. You know, yeah. it's like conflict, right? <laughs> right. And great stories have conflict. And yeah. that doesn't mean improv doesn't have conflict. But you have to find that in a way that's not saying no constantly. So yeah. that's mm-hmm. the tendency is to want to be like, no, you know, I'm a powerful, angry character. And yeah. I say no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the scene will suffer because of that. Yeah. Instead, if the characters, you know, they're a little more advanced or they've, they've, they're seasoned and they can uh, kind of agree yeah. to say no to each other while moving the scene forward, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like a bickering couple um, <laughs> arguing about the meal they're preparing or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that, then that could be fun. That could right. be interesting because right. in essence, they're still accepting. Even mm-hmm. though their characters are saying no, the yeah. actors are agreeing to say, right. to play this game, right. so to speak. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's uh, so. One way is teamwork. Mm-hmm. The other way is spontaneity. Okay, just accepting your own ideas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and getting them out there, which is really, really hard because you're scared a lot of times um, that you're not going to be funny enough, good enough, witty enough, original yes. enough, yeah. whatever, yes. smart enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. or that you're going to reveal something about yourself <laughs> that you don't want people mm-hmm. to know because yeah. they're like, "Oh, that's the first thing he thought of." Yeah. <laughs> What a pervert! Yeah, you know? it's like sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so and, it's uh, you said acceptance. 
Mm-hmm. You said teamwork. Yeah, so that's like spontaneity. Yeah, so those are like those are the two different parts of acceptance: mm-hmm. yeah. teamwork and spontaneity. Okay. Because depending on who you are as a person, yeah. one of those is probably harder for you. Mm-hmm. You're either going to have a harder time accepting your own ideas, yeah. or you're going to have a harder time accepting your yeah. each other's ideas, mm-hmm. or maybe both. You know. Yeah. You might mm-hmm. be that bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> it feels like a psychology session. I think the teamwork part would be mine. Well, I've been yeah. watching uh, Frasier a lot, so maybe. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, also kind of what you said too about the acceptance remind me of uh, Steve Carell in The oh. Office. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the episode where he goes to acting class. Yeah. And he's just He always, always has a yes. gun. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite depictions of improv in a yeah. show. Yeah. And it's so funny because he has background in improv. Mm-hmm. Um, he does? So, not Michael Scott, but oh, that- Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Like, <laughs> Obviously. No. Yeah. No, he, like, I think he did Second City in Chicago and oh. stuff. Like, he's amazing. Like, he's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, he's a great um, actor. Just uh, not not just talking about improv, but like yeah, yeah in 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 acting in general. Yeah. But like, um, that's so so funny. I think mm-hmm. Ken Jong is on that. Ken Jong? Yeah. In mm. I think he's in that improv scene. Oh, he's the teacher. It, on, on, Isn't he the teacher? Or he might yeah. he might be the teacher yeah. mm-hmm. or one like, of the classmates. Yeah. Or, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember right. rewatching it later because yeah. I was like, I love that scene. Sorry, for a second I thought you said Kim Jong un. Oh no, like, no, 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 no. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, a little known something. fact. He's <laughs> amazing at improv. Yeah. Um, he's a dynamic <laughs> dictator. Uncredited yeah. in the office. Yeah. But um <laughs> I think for me, the hardest thing I had trouble with was accepting my own ideas. Me too. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like what you were saying, like I was judging myself before I even spoke. Like, no, that's stupid. Don't say that. Yeah. I had like that inner voice. Like, yeah, like this to isn't good enough. Yeah. And that we call that, um, or what a lot of people in improv call that is the inner critic. Yeah. So it's like this little voice that yeah. sits up in your head and is constantly judging everything you're about to say. Yeah. And you really just have to learn to boot that guy out of there yeah. um, so you can just let it fly. Yeah. Um, which is very let liberating. It let it go. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get go. every song in here. <laughs> every Frozen reference. Yep. I kind of feel like that should be a cartoon of some kind, actually. Uh-huh. Like some kind of cartoon up there, and the per- you go up oh, there. Oh, the inner critic. The inner oh, critic. Oh yeah. And you go up there in the mine, and then you just finally just beat the crap out of them. <laughs> Kick them out. <laughs> yeah. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've performed on stage, but you've also performed behind the scenes, like in the. Uh, what am I saying? Behind on the screen. That's what I was saying. Behind the screen. Behind the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like I, at movie theaters, <laughs> yes. people get really creeped out by it, and I like pop out and like. Ugh. Yeah. We're trying to watch Frozen, but yeah. I'm show yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the difference? Like, how do you change and alter the way that you perform certain yeah. things based on where you're performing? I really am looking forward to this answer because I struggle with this, actually. So, But please. we're out of time. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> give me my $500 back. <laughs> if you give now um, to this podcast, yeah. you get the rest of this interview. Yeah, um, it, yeah, there's, there's, uh, so there's the the key differences I think for me are I mean there's some I guess technical differences mm-hmm. um, like on on film like you have a microphone kind of like in your face or pretty mm-hmm. close to that a mm-hmm. lot of times okay um, and, you know and the camera's really close and things mm-hmm. like that whereas on stage. Um, you a lot of times, and I mean Broadway and stuff, you might be mic'd up, but mm. a lot of times you got to project your voice. Mm. You got to be loud and clear enough for the 
you know, older people with bad hearing in the back row to hear yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, um, and, and just as far as your expressions and stuff mm-hmm. too, you kind of, you kind of have to some extent, like kind of play that to the size of your venue because mm. otherwise the people in the back, you're going to look kind of dead and they're not going to yeah. understand like, what is he expressing in right. this moment? Mm-hmm. And so, but if you did that on a, like even a medium shot on mm-hmm. camera or yeah. let alone like a close up, even yeah. just your facial reactions, you'd be mm-hmm. like, Whoa, wow. way overacting, wow. you know, but the, the reverse can happen when somebody comes from f- film more and they get on stage and like, mm-hmm. you can't hear him. Yeah. You can't hear him. Yeah. Um, so there's that part. Um, another part is just like the flow, I think, of the, the journey of the story mm-hmm. and the character mm-hmm. where um, and, and they each have their challenges because mm-hmm. in, in film, it's going to be determined by a lot of other schedules and locations and things like mm-hmm. that. That's true. Um, so you might be shooting completely out of order. You might be shooting starting with the end of the story or maybe mm-hmm. a more emotional part of the story. And that can be challenging because, like, yeah. you got to get right into that. Yeah. Um, and then you take after take after take after take. Yeah. Okay, cut. Okay, I'm going to go chill over here, you know, yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> wow. Um, but, like, stage, the thing that's really cool about live, like, on stage real is time. real time. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're telling your story in order and for the most part you're like you're starting and you got to go straight through yeah. so you don't get those breaks you don't get those do-overs you got to roll with the punches right, yeah. right. so there's this kind of like magic yeah. energy yeah. in yeah. it that it's totally different oh, um, and really exciting yeah. but but both are so much fun mm-hmm. I, I think both are really cool in their unique ways film can go and do things that you know theater can't but theater yeah. can have that like you had to be there type of mm-hmm. moment and magic because even when yeah. you try to film it yeah it still doesn't mm-hmm. quite so, you know yeah Loved Ever Ready. Oh, thank you. Yeah, really, really oh, cool. did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when are you going to get to the second one? Like, they're going to have kids? I want to see what's going on with Matt <laughs> Kelly. But uh, I went, one aspect of it was, like, the world-building aspect. I, I know that it's a comedy, like, comedy drama, but, or romance. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You, rom-com or rom-com. something. Rom-com. Yeah. yeah, there we go. That's better. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Words. No, no, no. But, I'm actually <laughs> interested more to hear what other people think, like, what they would yeah. classify it as. That's, no, for sure. So that's that's cool to hear. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> I think we don't. Like, unless it's a sci-fi or a Marvel movie, we don't think about the world-building aspect. Mm-hmm. But I thought the world-building here, the the fact that, you know, Matt's writing a book called Ever Ready with different restaurants and coffee houses, the same type of characters that filter into the coffee house. Like, what kind of process do you go into to build out a world and when you flesh out when you're writing uh, something like a, 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 web, a web series yeah. or a, a film? Like, how do you get into that? So... So I guess I am thinking of kind of two different things here. One is just like the process to creating that story or get it going. Yeah. Um, But one is specifically kind of the world building aspect. And I feel like if I'm being honest, like for me personally, I don't feel like that's something I excel at or have a strength at or that Mm -hmm. I know a lot about. Yeah. but you do. That's that's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, somebody, a joke's on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and I think it's because, like, I think that's one thing that 
I've been thinking about more lately because a, a friend recently got me on a on a podcast that it's actually like a D and D podcast, oh, Dungeons sweet. and Dragons nice. podcast. Nice. It's hilarious, but yeah. it's amazing and yeah. it's like thoughtful and emotional and all this stuff. And um, a lot of times, those kinds of things can go really long and be kind of boring unless yeah. you're a part of it. But these guys are different from most groups in that they tell it in a short, succinct, like listener-friendly way. Oh, like please the, link me to that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, the yeah. the um, the podcast is um, the Adventure Zone. Um, I haven't heard of that one. And I I, I hadn't before. My friend told me about yeah. it, but um, and it's amazing because it starts off on this campaign where, and I had never played Dungeons and Dragons yeah. before, mm-hmm. yeah. so I was kind of like, I don't really know what I'm getting into here, but I'll yeah. give it a listen and. Uh, it's it's by these guys. They're actually three brothers. It's their three brothers and their dad. Nice. That mm-hmm. play D and D so hard they make themselves cry. Basically. Oh wow. Um, wow. It, that's kind of one of their taglines or whatever. Mm. But it really just fascinated me with like the storytelling. It just gets yes. better and better mm-hmm. and better. They start with just the campaign book. Exactly. But it like evolves from that, and they start their own story yeah. that, that mm-hmm. leaves that and becomes so much bigger and better mm-hmm. and epic. And it and who's, it truly, who's the game master, if I may ask? Is it the dad? Um, no, it's the middle son, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. just, and he's just a fascinating storyteller. And it like after listening to that and going through that because it starts off with like you know guys being guys, you know, yeah. dick jokes and yeah. <laughs> all this stuff. Yeah. But then it, it it grows into something that's so like thought provoking yeah. about life. But right. then also is like meaningful, relatable in different ways mm-hmm. with characters and situations yeah. and just as an epic story. Mm-hmm. Right. Really like tying things together and twists just yeah. from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. It's really amazing. Um, but I, I think after something like that, like when I think of world building, mm-hmm. yeah. like I think of that. And yeah. you kind of mentioned that sci-fi and fantasy. Right. You right. think about that more. But that's what I think about. And like that's. When people do that, I'm just like blown away. Yeah, and really Same. intimidated. <laughs> I'm like, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't want to take away though what, what you did with Everready because I felt I felt grounded. Oh, you cool. Know, the first couple mm-hmm. scenes, and I think establishing locations that they went through mm. and went back and back again. You know, I, I thought it was great uh, for for oh, that cool. series. Honestly, thank you. Like again, I'm not. <laughs> I know we don't. We can't fill up a wiki. You know, go back in time like yeah. you know, five years ago. <laughs> but I, I thought it, it felt grounded in in the world, and I I think it helped to establish the characters and oh, wow. where they were going. So yeah, I think um, part of it like it isn't necessarily thinking about it too much, but some of it's just dictated by what we have to work with, right? Yeah. It's like okay, what locations could we get? Right. What does our budget dictate as yeah. far as like what our story is going to be about yeah. and where we can film and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So that's some of it. And then you kind of use those, like for me, it's like, okay, here's what I'm working with. Yeah. These are the tools or resources that I have. So I'm going to start constructing something around that. Nice. And like, obviously not having a huge budget, you know, special effects, you know, okay, yeah. we can't do, we'll have to cut the dragons. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and the magic spells. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like just centering on, um, you know, relationships nice. and how people relate to each mm-hmm. other. And there's, you know, big time movies that that's all it is. That's and true. they have bigger budgets. Sure. Yeah. They have yeah. more people involved, higher, right. like A-list actors and things like that. Right. But at the core of it, you look at it and it's like, oh, there's like no special effects in that one. It's just yeah. like a drama. Mm-hmm. It's like people right. going through real life stuff. Like, and I think that that's kind of, that's kind of how we looked at that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what it appeals to, to me. And, and 
not having you know a big budget <laughs> behind something. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I love what you said though about the relationship aspect because even in big budget films like a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. like if I think of the classics, the the reason the world to me gets bigger is when you have those relationships that are established. Yeah. So like Luke is a son. We don't know who he's who his father is. Right. And then we find out his father's Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. It's like the world's like whoa. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. 40, for Star Wars. Forty two year forty two. <laughs> I think we're okay on that one. <laughs> That's why I said one the classics. Person, what? Yeah. Oh, I think no. I didn't go to the Rise of Skywalker. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But it, it's it's amazing. Then like, mm. oh, you know, Darth Vader was taught by Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, mm-hmm. that's a mentor-student relationship. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great point, though, because, yeah. like, there's plenty of horrible sci-fi oh, yeah. fantasy movies, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not even B-level, like C, D, oh, F, yeah. you know, wh- however far down you want to go on the alphabet. Yeah. It's, like, just a really <laughs> bad movie Yeah, because they're just so excited about that genre or, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you don't have the, the relationships, even in those movies, then, yeah, that's... Yeah. Not as good. What is your writing process like for a miniseries and also you wrote a, a feature-length film as well? So did the process change or do you still start with something always as a first question or? Some of the like big key things are the same, or at least for me. And, yeah. you know, there's there's books on, you know, how to write a screenplay and all right. this and that. And I, I've read some. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I, like I, I approach it more a lot more from an acting background okay. because I've only taken I took one writing class. Okay, like yeah. I mean I took other English you know yeah. writing yeah. research writing that stuff. Mm-hmm. But as far as like creative like drama, mm-hmm. yeah, I've taken one class and it was an undergrad at Walla Walla and it was a dramatic writing class. Mm-hmm. Really, that was it. So okay. like most of it is coming just from my background in acting and improv. Yeah, which I, I think is nice. Um, but I, I feel really intimidated a lot of times. Um, I've mm-hmm. been fortunate and blessed and mm-hmm. thankful to have the writing opportunities I've had. Nice. Yeah. But I, I I don't always see myself like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a writer. I'm yeah. like, well, no, I'm an actor. I'm, the writers are a lot smarter than me. They're the ones that make me look good Yeah. because yeah. Um, they're brilliant and they've taken classes and training and all this stuff. Yeah. I think for me it starts with brainstorming. Like yeah. it always starts with – Brainstorming, mm-hmm. bouncing ideas off of people. Yeah, um, it, it's it's best to have a small group or something like that where you can start throwing ideas out there. And yeah, you you need to figure out like, okay, what's the main story? Like, if I could say it in it, I always get these mixed up. But like, you yeah. know, the log line or the yeah, um, not tagline. Yeah, like but there's all the like you a know, one sentence pitch. One sentence, yeah, yeah. Like, what is the story? Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. What are we trying to say? And yeah. maybe that unpacks it a little bit more. Like, oh, yeah. what do you want? What's the message here, or yeah. the essential thing mm-hmm. that you're trying to leave people with? Right. You know. And it's like if you have that, then that's kind of like your anchor. That's your main thing that you're you're guiding towards, and you you keep building off of that. So then once you have that, it's like okay, well, what type of vehicle can we use to tell that? Yeah. And maybe that's already kind of tied in because you know you want to tell this story about this guy who went to war right. and came back and found his family, whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so you kind of know, like, oh, there's this amazing story we want to tell. Yeah. So maybe sometimes some of that's there, but otherwise it's like, yeah, trying to figure out, like, 
what what is the vehicle of that story yeah. like where's the setting and mm-hmm. yeah. you know time and you start getting into the characters like who's the protagonist or who's the main character right. what are they like and you start fleshing out some of the other characters so when you start like with the foundational things and then the next layer and the next yeah. layer and this is all brainstorming just right. brainstorming mm-hmm. throwing in and a lot of that for me is where improv comes in is being willing mm-hmm. to spit all those ideas mm-hmm. out yeah. and and being willing to let people let others do that right. and not like even if it sounds crazy to you, yeah. even if it sounds like it goes against what you're doing, just yeah. let it fly out there, you know? Yeah. And yeah. if you got a good group, you're going to be kind of collectively, mm-hmm. like, gravitating towards certain things That's and awesome. realizing, like, oh, yeah, that fits in here. Mm-hmm. Right. This thing fits in over there. And it's kind of like a puzzle. You start piecing it together. Yeah. And you know your foundational things that mm-hmm. you can't move. And you know other things that you try and you fit it in a couple places. And you're like, no, this doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's toss it aside. Right. Or we'll see if it fits in somewhere later. Yeah. You know, and you just kind of you kind of go from there mm-hmm. until you have, like, you know, if you're either storyboarding or mapping out your main plot points, once yeah. you have those essential, like, plot points for everything, yeah. mm-hmm. then I think for me, it's very easy even at that point before you start writing, yeah. like, actual writing. It's right. still, like, really hard. Oh, yeah. When you have that. You guys know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have that blank page. Yep. Oh. That is so, like. It's scary. The people, the, what's the quote? Like fifty percent of everything is starting. Yeah, right. I think it's more than that. <laughs> yeah, like, <clears throat> excuse me, like way more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if you you start, you write something, you stop, you have to come back the next day. Yeah, it mm-hmm. starts the process all over right. again. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and I think for me at that point, the most helpful thing is looking at some of your plot points or, or things yeah. or episodes or whatever you're doing mm-hmm. and trying to find like. What scene jumped out to me the most, or yeah. what's most exciting to me? Right. What scene did I see play in my head the clearest? Yeah, mm-hmm. write that. Yeah. Like write the thing you're you're most excited about. Just put it out there. Don't worry about all the structure mm. and um, you know having like the screenplay rules and structure yeah. and everything in order. Just put it on the paper. Right. And yeah. and like get get that idea or that scene you're most excited about That's on cool. there. And then you can start building around that. Then you have something. Yeah. It's like, I've got a scene. I don't have a blank page anymore. I've yeah. got a scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, this kind of leads into this scene. Or yeah. you might have somewhere way at the beginning of the story, not even yeah. connected, that you're like, oh, I'm also really excited about this mm-hmm. one. They get yeah. to this little argument and I've already got lines in my head. Right. It's really funny where they're like making fun of each other and their weaknesses and yeah. <laughs> pet peeves. Like, boom, put it on the paper. Mm-hmm. Put it on yeah. the paper. Just let it fly. Even, even out of order oh yeah oh yeah, wow definitely that's like a good tip. that's a good so tip. <laughs> some people like they, they I, I think i've heard from other people that you have to you know you have to do it in this order yeah. or you have to you know maybe that works for some people for me personally mm-hmm. it's like write write what's there you know yeah. like yeah. what you have the most on go with that and then see where that takes you that's mm-hmm. awesome as and long then, as it doesn't like <laughs> Take you away from again your main anchor, exactly. like because because again you're building off of that, like everything's tied into that. So yeah. if it's tied into that, it's not going to take you somewhere completely different. Yeah. Exactly, you know? use it as as a guide. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then yeah, with your improv acting background, do you find yourself being more intuitive to problem solve out of those situations? Like mm-hmm. if you have a scene and you start with no knowledge for that for the character, you want to end up with some knowledge. Like how you problem solve, and is that more intuitive, or do you have to plot everything out beforehand before you start a scene? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, usually before I start writing, there's to a certain extent kind of things plotted out, but it's yeah. it, it may not be like it might just be 
oh, the scene where this person, this person argue, mm-hmm. or they yeah. get a fight and she leaves. Right. That might be the only thing. We know yeah. that needs to yeah. happen for right. the story, right. but we don't... Um, I don't at all know how that's going to go. And so I might have these other scenes coming together and I'm like, okay, I don't know anything else for this scene. I have nothing in my head other than they have to fight. And and so then it's like, I'm kind of brainstorming. Yeah. Like improvising in my head. I'll just kind of sit back, kind of like sometimes like close, close the eyes and visualize the scene, improvise it. Like, how do I think this is playing out? Mm -hmm. What are some other options? Yeah. In an improv, we talked about this in class, like, the different ways to add information to mm-hmm. a scene, sometimes that can be helpful because yeah. you're talking about the characters mm-hmm. or the emotions or like um, space work, like objects yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that, or movement. Maybe they don't say anything. Maybe they just move across the mm-hmm. room. And how do they move? Yeah. What inf- Like all these things can add information mm-hmm. aside from just adding dialogue. Yeah. So like... What are they doing? Okay, maybe they're making something. Okay, they're they're making, you know, or he pulls out a cake, he smashes his fist into the cake <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, like what, and maybe that takes you somewhere. So it's just like visualizing different ideas and trying to get them out there. And if I get really stuck, it's like I'm making a phone call to somebody <laughs> yeah. and I start talking it out. Sometimes the other person won't even say anything. Oh, and really? it's just like, just because you're talking to another person, yeah. you figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, I got it. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> But a lot of times you just need one person to say like one thing. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, what about Paul? And you're like, oh, you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> you saved <laughs> And it. I'm going to take the credit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, um, before we move to the next question, you, the idea of teamwork and mm-hmm. inviting other people to the process, that seems scary as a writer to do. Like, I know people talk about it. Like mm-hmm. Creativity Inc., they talk about story groups and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how do you do that? Like, how do you let people in? Yeah. Um, so for the most part, like, at our office, like, I've kind of worked with some of the same people, and so that's a little easier. You know oh, them yeah. really well. You're mm-hmm. close. Um, just recently, I went to Germany. This is uh, last month. Mm-hmm. And I got to go uh, as part of, like, a writer's team there nice. to work on a series. Yeah. And um, so we were doing a lot of this stuff, like yeah. brainstorming mm-hmm. and everything. And and what I was intimidated by, kind yeah. of what you're talking about, but also looking forward to, yeah. was this aspect of like, I don't really know any of these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's this German team. Yeah. Um, they seem nice. They seem great, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I don't I don't really know them. I've never met them before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's another girl coming from Chicago. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. never met her before. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm really curious and interested <laughs> to see how this process is going to work with mm-hmm. people I've never met. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It was That's phenomenal. Awesome. Like, yeah. because everybody, you know, and I, I don't know if any of them had had improv training, but just I think coming into it, I guess, you know, it's kind of, it's it's Christianity in a way, like treating yes. others, you know, mm-hmm. the golden rule basically yeah. from Jesus, like mm-hmm. treat others as yeah. um, you'd want to be treated or yeah. treat others as you'd want them to treat you right. um, mm-hmm. type of a thing. And, and so they're all coming together wanting to get, you know, their ideas out there and everybody kind of mm-hmm. work together. Nobody wants to have a bad experience. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and everybody was super cool. It was a great experience, but... Um, but yeah, it, a lot of it is it's that same process of just like, you know, throwing things out there. And yeah. and the scary thing is, um, is like, oh, what are people going to think? Are my ideas dumb or any of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So improv helped me with that. What was helpful too for them, like 
Um, one of the guys kind of leaning out, he would have like an icebreaker cre- question like nice. at the beginning. Nice. And we would just get talking about different things. And one of them was like, if you could interview anybody in history, you yeah. know, who would you want to interview? Or, that's awesome. you know, imagine the podcast you guys get. <laughs> Actually, that's a really good podcast. Time podcast. Yeah, I like that. That is. Wow. You could bring in actors to do impersonations. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, call me. <laughs> I see. I, I secretly find a way to invite myself back to everything. Yeah. I well, um, you're definitely invited. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like so that got us kind of just talking and relaxed. And we actually did a, a day of like sightseeing and stuff before mm-hmm. even coming into the writers' room. Yeah. So I think um, you know finding ways to just kind of hang out, get to know each other, icebreaker things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think improv stuff, improv games, exercises like that's all yeah. helpful. To get to a place to where everybody knows, like, hey, we're here to just throw a bunch of stuff out there mm-hmm. yeah. and see what we kind of gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Melody that that's in post production still mm-hmm. right yeah so you wrote the screenplay for that and you also played the lead so what was that like writing like did you know you were writing for yourself or? yeah okay so I knew oh, nice. I was writing for myself I think in some ways that can be really helpful mm-hmm. because sometimes <laughs> you guys probably know from writing sometimes you'll write something and you're like oh that's good and then somebody yeah. else will read it and they're like. <laughs> Uh, I know. <laughs> I should. I should be the one doing this because <laughs> they don't get it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes it is just really bad, and yeah. you read it later, and you're like, "What? No, that doesn't work." You know. Right, right. But uh, but other times it's like you you say it to them yeah. with the inflection or the intention yeah. behind it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense." Yeah. So sometimes you have shortcuts like that yeah. to where you can kind of write something and you know how to deliver it, and mm-hmm. it yeah. like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think I think it just really depends. Like I I think too <laughs> some of the things make some of the projects we've done I think make me look like a better writer, at least dialogue wise, than mm-hmm. I am. Because really? I I meet with the actors and I work yeah. with them a little mm-hmm. bit. and um, like at least with Ever Ready because yeah. I was like co directing that yeah. with the with the acting at least and um it helped that I knew the leads really well. We went yeah. to grad school together. Oh, So that nice. was easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Was that in Russia? Um, so it was, oh. in, it was at Harvard. Oh, okay. Um, but for three months of the first year, they sent us to Russia to train at the Moscow wow. Art Theater School there. That's super cool. It was amazing. Wow. <laughs> but um, so spending that time mm-hmm. together, like knowing yeah. them so oh, yeah. well, yeah. there's shortcuts there too. Like yeah. I can write things and they get it without even talking to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for them, especially like working with them or even some of the other actors that I didn't know, mm-hmm. just talking to them and being like, hey guys, I really like... Part of this was just getting words on the paper mm-hmm. and getting it done by a deadline. Yeah. Make this your own. Like right. it feels weird, change it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel free to, you know, don't feel like you're married to the the words that I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would make it better. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. would improvise mm-hmm. or they would kind of stem off of that, build off of that, and they would actually make it better. And that yeah. makes me look better mm-hmm. as the writer. Like that was a really <laughs> funny theme that you wrote. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's completely improvised by them, but thank right. you. Um, well, like uh, I'm thinking about the first episode and the, the awkward date. 
and oh, yeah. like, Kelly has and he goes down to pet the dog and she's like going in for the hug and like yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah so there's um there, there's times where it's like it's just really cool to see what the actor then yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and it takes it to... I, I appreciate being on both sides of that because as an actor, I appreciate getting a script and I'm just like, oh, this mm-hmm. is gold. You yeah. gave me a great line. Yeah. Like as a performer, I love that. That's mm-hmm. true. So for, for Melody, mm-hmm. um, writing, knowing that I'm going to be playing um, one of the leads, yeah. like I guess that's part of it that makes it a little easier because it's like, oh, I'm writing for myself. But part of it was really hard, too, because, like, I was writing for an older character than mm-hmm. who I am as a person. Yeah. Mm. And then thinking of how I'm not only writing that but going to portray that mm-hmm. and to not be in my head too much mm. yeah. about, you know, how this character is is very different from me as a person, mm-hmm. which is what acting is about, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> oh, that's not new or unique, Scotty. But, um, <laughs> but for me, it was, I think, a, a little bit of a, a challenge, too, to, to find, like— the right words mm-hmm. yeah because it's easier if i'm like writing for a character who's really similar to me as yeah. a person mm-hmm. you know or or something that i've been through like mm-hmm. that but yeah and but, then you also yeah. had like a flashback scene right when you're right so that's you're true. both younger and older yeah so that must have been interesting yeah that's true so we play yeah different ages we play like what high high school or at the end of high school and then even some college or mm-hmm. like young adult and then like you know I don't know what our target, like 40s or something. Yeah. So it was like this big, you're kind of jumping around and you're trying to keep in, in mind like, okay, well, what year is this? Yeah. Mm. Does that change the not only his age, but the year that yeah. he was that age? Mm-hmm. And does that change dialogue. the types? Yeah, the dialogue yeah. and yeah. the things he says, the words he uses oh, yeah. and without being like over the top Yeah. Mm-hmm. about like using a 90s phrase or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Cause yeah, it just seems that like a, and I, I'm just still trying to discover film and understand everything. But watching Argo, Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. have that writer, writer, actor, director relationship. Oh. Um, like it seems like the performances are like they seem really strong. So I'm really excited to see Melody because get to write for yourself and be able to act and inflect right. everything that you want. Yeah. So like a pure, really pure performance in that way. I hope so. It's 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 hard yeah. now that you're listing it with us. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oscar winner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it, but it was even for Melody too. Like mm-hmm. it was cool to see some of the other actors. Like yeah. to hear that because I had already I wasn't a director on that one. That's yeah. right. That's right. But yeah, yeah. Um, even talking mm-hmm. to the director um, Phil Sherwood, mm-hmm. like. And just saying, like, hey, you know, I, you're probably already going to do this, but please, like, when, when you're working with the actors, like, feel free to say, like, if they need to make the lines their mm-hmm. own and stuff, like, I'm not going to be offended yeah. at all. And so oh, it was wow. cool to see yeah. that happen occasionally, mm-hmm. to see them kind of talk and powwow. Yeah. And, I, like, I wanted to stay out of it yeah. unless they asked a question, like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. from the writing, you know, perspective. It was cool just to see them kind of figure something mm-hmm. out and, nice. like, make it even better. Again, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's such a collaborative thing. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. I would love to be involved in a mockumentary. Oh, like yeah. The Office is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Yes. And so, like, Rec, yeah, Office, something yeah. like mm-hmm. that I think would be a lot of fun. I know it's been done a lot more lately, but yeah, something but like great. that. Mm-hmm. Um, have, you, have you watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows? No. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a mockumentary, right? 
Um, sort of. Yeah, it's like The Office, but with vampires. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's interesting. Like, yeah, Taiko yeah. Titi. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Oh, it's 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 fun. Uh, add that to my list of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, recommendations. I'm sorry, sorry no. you're like, oh, no. another thing. Thanks. Great, thanks a lot. Yeah. Glad I came here. I got homework and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, you know, there's this the little kid or the nerdy part of me that just really wants to be involved in something epic, fantasy, mm-hmm. sci-fi. Yes, something with dragons. Yeah. Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> but um, would you have you ever considered? You know, brainstorm thought wow. about how you could create something epic. Yeah, that could tell like one of the stories of the Bible, but maybe not even follow it word for word, but just something in that realm with you dragons, know. like a revelation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, part part of me has has thought about that, and I think it always comes back to especially stuff that's involved like with either a church or religious group or spirituality mm-hmm. and stuff. It gets really tricky because yeah. you know, everybody uh, feels differently about their faith and True. um sometimes when you bring in elements like that, it it can shatter somebody's foundation of their faith mm-hmm. or threaten it. Yeah. And you know, that's the kind of you don't want to be a distraction from what the story is. And I'm not saying I think that's what those things mm. do. Yeah. Um but I will say, and this was something I, in a similar way, but on a, maybe a lower scale, scale thought would be kind of impossible too, is just having more liberty to tell backstories for like yes. Bible characters and yeah. things like that. The, uh, last Easter, I was um, lucky that our church, I had asked us to do some dramas. And so I got, I pulled in some people I knew to mm-hmm. kind of help out with some monologues and different things. And I did Very a monologue nice. as... Barabbas, and and I I got to write them all, and it was really fun to like think, oh, what did this person say in this situation? Mm -hmm. So Barabbas is set free, and he goes, like, we don't know anything else, right? So like, what did he do? He goes and meets up with a friend. He just got out of jail, right? So like, Mm -hmm. what does he do? He goes, get some good food, probably. So I'm like eating in this monologue. (laughs) Nice. Mm, This is so good. And he had like this Brooklyn (laughs) dialect (laughs) or something, which... I, I don't know. It's not really a statement about anything. <laughs> no, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, hey, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Um, but uh, I just wanted this kind of raw character for him. You nice. know, he just gets out of jail. So I'm going to get some good food and talk to my friend and, you know, stuff. Yeah. And, and it was really cool. And it was cool to see the other people do their stories. Like Peter, like after he denies Jesus, you know, yeah. and he goes off. What is that like? Yeah. Who does he go find and talk to? Or is he talking to himself? Is he talking to God? Like, yeah. what does he say? Or mm-hmm. other things like yeah. that where you're really diving into, you know, in between the lines and the backstories and the parts of the story that we don't know. Yeah. What did these characters say, yeah. you know, right. after this verse or that verse that, mm-hmm. you know, but, but doing it in a way that's not like making somebody think you're like trampling all over scripture. Yeah. Right. And, you right. Know. No, I definitely hear you. People are very very clung to their ideas of what the what the mm-hmm. Bible means to them. And mm-hmm. so you have to, you have to be careful of those things. And that yeah. can be hard mm-hmm. from a creative standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Before we let you go, which we've been talking for a while now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <Scott. Scott. laughs> but like, okay. So I was, I was looking at your website and I noticed that on oh, your resume. No, I need to update that. <laughs> Uh, no, what did you find? I have it right here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright date, 2016. <laughs> if anyone knows Jesus personally... Oh, yeah, we're doing this. Th- right, they would yeah. know that he, he attempts British accents a lot. <laughs> and yeah, so it turns into, like, this mesh between... Hello, governor! 
<laughs> well, it's like that, but like sometimes he'll like say like Canadian phrases like "a" eh, yeah. in it, and yeah. I'm like, "No, that's Canadian," or like it'll sound German. God sometimes. bless the Queen, eh? <laughs> yes, <you know. laughs> it's terrible. I'm sorry. No, I apologize. More and more, please. <laughs> yeah, like, I love more for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I noticed that in your skills, it says that you can do a British accent. Can you teach us how? <laughs> No, I can't teach you that. <laughs> yeah. I can give you a few tips, but um, that takes I, uh, it, it takes years. I would I think could, I could teach you the long way, which is how I learned it. Oh. Um, so, Jesus, yes. I hear you, man. Like, you. dude, <laughs> that that's me. He's like, crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like that's. I said Achilles' heel earlier, but that this is truly it. Like, yeah, um, we have two heels. So. Yeah, that's true. That's my other one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. that was good. That was good. That was really good. That's where the laugh track goes. In. Yeah. Um, it, like that. That's not one of my gifts, actually. Like mm. that is something that's very hard for me. Same thing. Yeah. Like I try to do some kind of dialect or accent, mm-hmm. and yeah. then like I would end up traveling the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I thought about making a YouTube video. I still should, but yeah. a YouTube video of that, how it like travels around. And, yeah, you, yeah. Definitely. But it's not intentional. Like yeah. it's not. It's not one of those cool YouTube ones where they're like, yeah. "I'm going to demonstrate for you every dialect, <laughs> right. every accent right. in the world." Mm-hmm. It's more of like, "I'm going to do a British accent, yeah, or a British dialect, yeah." And then I do that, and then it like keeps wandering. Yeah, and that's my British dialect. You know, like. <laughs> um, well, the, your Brooklyn wasn't bad. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it, it takes a lot of practice for me. In grad school, yeah. um, it was very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Like, I could do a southern dialect because I was born in Texas. My dad's mm-hmm. from Texas. Oh, His is a little I'll, bit more nasally. Like Should thing. I'll tell you what. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> what, huh? What do you guys want? What do y'all want to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, like, I can turn that on pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody's got some they can kind of lean yeah. on more yeah. than others. But, like, a British one? Man, I got to grad school and like my classmates, boom, no problem. Wow. Um, and, and we're learning like um, international phonetic alphabet, all the symbols yeah. for for all the sounds that we mm-hmm. make with our mouths and things right. like that. And um, so there's a study in that. There's yeah, you can study like there's wow. a process and a way mm-hmm. the actors you know can study it. Did not know um, that. It, it's really cool, and that's yeah. what's helpful for me because mm-hmm. other people are so good just by ear, right? Yeah, yeah. They watch a movie or do something, and I think that's helpful for for anybody. Yeah. Right. But for some people, they hear it and boom, they yeah. do it. Right. And that's what a lot of them did, and and we had to go through and like read part of our monologues we were selecting as that mm-hmm. dialect, mm-hmm. and I, it was so embarrassing for me. Yeah. I was so bad. Oh man. And 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 everybody else was really really good, but by the end of that process, mm-hmm. I could do it. Nice. And it was it was kind of funny. One of my classmates told me, he was like, "Dude, Scotty, like this, actually, this process is amazing and, and really shows me that it works, because you were horrible." Oh no! <laughs> I was just like, ah! <laughs> but he was right. I was. Yeah. He's like, "But you can do it now." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certified like, Scotty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like, it's it it was really really hard for me. And but there's certain things not only like paying attention to that, so you start to learn the. The sound shifts, mm-hmm. yeah. Like um, how how some of it's different. You start to learn like the shape of the mouth or mm-hmm. where the placement in the mouth is because mm-hmm. you have something like Scottish or Russian yeah. is very far in the back of the mouth. Mm. Um, whereas like British, I feel like is much more up on your lips and your teeth. It's very forward wow. and it's very wow. in the front. Wow. You can talk like this. Yeah, and I am slipping a little bit. But <laughs> no, no, no. But like cool. um, the the hard thing for me is like. 
going from talking about different mm-hmm. British dialects like RP, yeah, mm-hmm. which is like the proper right. British dialect. You mm-hmm. see more with, um, you know, like maybe Sherlock or like um, uh, royalty or right. you know, yeah, they, or area. a lot of villains actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, R- Romans and Bible movies. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it, it's very. Hello, how are you? Yeah. Do, do you want a bottle of water? Would yeah. you care for a bottle of water? As I you know, torture or something you. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> as I torture you and string you up. and. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, though, my wife says um, whenever I do a, like a, the proper, like yeah. RP stands yeah. for received pronunciation. Um, oh. Whenever I do that, that I sound like an evil villain. Like, yeah. I sound horrible. And so it's really hard for me to do that voice and sound nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in the monologue I, I, uh, the monologue I picked, I was actually kind of a snobby guy too mm-hmm. it was like nice. you know nothing about business what do you know about business yeah. <laughs> just listen and learn nice like um it, it, and then what's hard for me is going from that to like something like cockney or something mm-hmm. was yeah. like hello kind yeah. of like you yeah. were doing a, a bit earlier yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that it's, good <laughs> it's really hard yeah. like that one's really hard i have to like <laughs> it's funny because the rp is like a bottle of water yeah. And and that mm-hmm. would be more like um a bottle of water. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um because of the differences. But it's hard too because like I have um Siri on my phone. Yeah. Oh. I I switched it to the Australian mm-hmm. yeah. dialect. There you go. Because I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um uh, it, it always sounds like they're asking a question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Y- y'all uh, um yeah, I, I have a hard time with that one mm-hmm. because, like, it, it's similar to Cockney. Yeah. And so when I'm trying to, th- like, think of Cockney now, which mm-hmm. is technically on my resume and yeah. I should be really good at it, yeah. <laughs> it's hard because now I'm thinking of, like, an Australian dialect. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we just got a new pastor at our church Uh-oh. that's from Australia. Oh. <laughs> and I actually knew him um, back when I was at Walla Walla. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting to listen to him talk. Yeah. Um, everything he says, it's just fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I don't think I said fascinating right. But, um, but do you practice with him? You just like. No, but I'm, I'm no, about yeah. to tell him. I haven't yeah. gotten comfortable enough. Yeah. I think I'm getting there. We've yeah. had a few conversations now. Mm-hmm. Where there I'm you like, go. I'm, I'm just going to start mimicking you, um, <laughs> everything you say. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because um, you, you might know um, Kevin Eckfall. Um, he's involved in some of our productions. Oh, yeah, 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 and so, yeah, so like he, his, I don't know if they're still roommates, but one of his roommates mm-hmm. is from Australia and we're talking about this and it was something that kind of threw him off mm-hmm. is like a lot of times it sounds like a question. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, ah, going to the beach. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm going to the beach. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, have fun. Yeah. I'm going to have fun. Yeah. I hope you do. No, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just amazing, like, with people's accents, the way we talk, like, people talk like that all the time. Yeah. And it's just natural. Yeah. And then you try, and it's like, I'm falling apart here. <laughs> I know, you know, it's, it's so like, hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And I feel bad, like, I need more of an accent. Yeah. <laughs> but then we have an accent to them. That's the part that blows my mind. Is I, don't, they yeah, I don't get that. I wanted, I wish I knew how I sounded to them. Right. Like, is it like some, I don't know. No, I sound like an alien, I guess, or something. Well, it's kind of funny, like, even in the U.S., like, you can talk about regional dialects, mm-hmm. like Minnesota, yeah. or, yeah. you know, yeah. there's some, you know, Chicago, yeah. or, um, you know, Brooklyn, or like, I'm, which I'm not going to try yeah, again yeah, now, because yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm jumping around too much, or a southern dialect, and you think of, like, yeah. 
California. I mean, you mm-hmm. can get into like a like a surfer dude. Yeah, surfer dude, yeah. or like Valley, like yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Kim Kardashian like, has to be our next in our next guest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> she'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just like things like that. But in general, like kind of a normal quotes normal yeah. um, California dialect, like. Yeah, it feels really normal. Even though I'm not originally from here, it feels, like, pretty normal. It's not extreme like those other parts of the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know some people kind of make fun of, like, Californians don't, like, a lot of the consonants kind of fade away, and it's Mm -hmm. more vowels. And that was something I didn't know until somebody said it. Mm -hmm. And on Saturday Night Live, they for a while they had this... um, running bit mm-hmm. that was the California. Oh, so it, it kind of leaned on the surfer thing. <laughs> yeah. But some of them too, you could tell they were just kind of like, like this, you know? <laughs> and they were losing a lot of consonants. Yeah. <laughs> and they would stare in the mirror. Yeah. Right? Like, that's true. Hey, that's what we but, do. It's Hollywood. Uh, it's just breading. So I guess that's what we sound like to other people. Yeah. Sometimes. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have any projects that you're working on. Yes. Please let us know by posting on social media with hashtag MustyCreative, and we'll share it on the show. Yes. And we also want to thank all our monthly supporters. We really appreciate you. Could not do this show, interview awesome guests like Scotty Ray without your support. So please, if you want to continue to do so, go to anchor.fm slash musty, and you can donate today. Uh, again, that's all the time we have for. So we just want to thank Scotty Ray for being on the show. Thank Yay. you for having me. This was a blast. <laughs> yeah, no, it was and I will awesome. be back as uh, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yes. yeah. Or, yeah. probably not you and McGregor though, because no. I will not do a very good Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I can say. Is yeah. Scottish. Scottish. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> um, I was gonna. Oh, I had a person in mind. I want. How about a Jack Spera? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't do it anymore. Let's cut the show. <laughs> Jack Spero. Yeah, yeah. It's because we just said Scottish. Yeah. I can't think of him as anything but Scottish. Now. Yeah. I know that's not. No, right. like, it's it's a whole idea you were talking about before about the stage performance for, for uh, like, from the screen. Yeah. I'm, like, stage, like, loud and blaring. <laughs> Everything has to be, like, overemphasized, mm-hmm. overacted. All right, well, yes, that's all the time we have for. Remember to leave us a review on iTunes and find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and at anchor.fm slash musty. Now, it's time to shower up. them a satisfaction they couldn't get any other way.